calling all my island women with big dreams in your heart, ambitious goals, and a purpose that is revealing itself with each brave step. Welcome, my sis. You're in the right place. Welcome to Beyond the Reef podcast with me, Uilani Tevanga. It is my soul's desire to support driven women like you to build and scale successful businesses that support you living your best life. And this is no ordinary advice corner, because here we'll inspire you to draw from the mana and ancestral wisdom deep within so you can go beyond the barriers you think are keeping you captive. My intention is to help you build self-trust, find your voice, and create a life that is truly limitless. On this show, we dive deep into mindset, money, marriage, both strategically and energetically. And if you are ready to rewrite your future, it's time to go beyond the reef. Aloha and welcome to another episode of Beyond the Reef. I am beyond excited. I have another special guest that I have been watching her grow and expand and evolve in lots of different ways. And so I've been a little social media fan um, and I just reached out to her via Instagram DM. See, and you just got to go for the ask sometimes. And I just really said, hey, I love what you do and I love your vibe. Would you be a guest? So I'm excited because she said yes. And this is Olivia Smith. She is an event planner, a single mama, a multi-passionate creative who founded Malama Luxury Picnics. And she personalizes in luxury events for all occasions. She's also stunning. And I can't wait to hear about her journey and how she kind of just keeps it flowing. Add so love in the details of her work. So welcome to the show, Zess. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so honored to be here. So excited to talk with you. Thank you for having me. You're so, no, I'm so grateful. So will you tell us a little bit about who you are, where you come from, where you live now, and what just regular life outside of business life is like? Of course. So firstly, I'm a mama and my daughter is two and a half and she is a little spitfire and I am terrified because I know I have my work cut out for me, but she is the center of my world and she's been my why when it comes to personal growth, business growth, and things like that. And so I actually, I live here on the big island right now in Waikoloa, but I started Malama Luxury Picnic back in August of last year. So I've only been doing this about eight months, but I've been so blessed to do over a hundred luxury events. Wow, that's incredible. Thank her in ways where... I wanted to do that for everyone and in a sense, make a difference in everyone's lives because, you know, especially in the world we're living in right now, I feel like it's important to pause and enjoy the little moments and celebrate occasions in unique ways. So that's kind of how it was born was the idea of serving others. And that's why I chose the name Malama because we're protecting, preserving, caring for. So that's really at the heart of my business. Yeah, that's Uh, so beautiful. Thank you. I wanted to make some sort of difference. You know, I'm not Hawaiian by blood, 
And so I still wanted to serve the community, bless the Aina in different ways. And especially because my daughter is half Hawaiian and I want her to be raised knowing her culture and her roots and things like that. So Beautiful. So tell me a little bit about becoming a mama because you just have such a love. You know, obviously all mommies love their, their babies. But when I hear you speak and I'm looking at you, when you say she's your why... Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Because I feel like there's a little story behind this and you were sharing a part of, you know, who you are as a single mom and worship is a whole thing in itself. To book a hundred events and have a child. Tell me about what that was like to really push, you know, yourself in that space. Yeah. Okay. Crazy story. Um, so right after I started my business last year, um, long story short, I came home found a lot of things had gone wrong and that I was suddenly a single mom. And normally I feel like when people go through hard times or depression or things like that, like you just want to pull the covers over your head and accept defeat. And like, that's where I was at and where I was like crippled with depression and anxiety in the beginning of that breakup and wondering like, how am I going to do this all? And the hardest decision I've ever had to make in my life was choose to leave the father of my child. But I did that not only for myself, but I mostly did it for my daughter because I wanted her to learn that we don't settle for any sort of toxic relationships. We don't settle for anything but the absolute best. And my goal with my business was to teach her that like, you can still pursue your dreams and passions in the midst of heartbreak. Like I thought I was never going to overcome that, never get through it. I was like, there's no way I could do this all. Like, and I know so many of us have gone through some sort of heartbreak or hard times and we just want to like give up. And I used to cry every single day (laughs) and like just overcome with anxiety and stress. And then now I only cry like once a week. So made progress (laughs) but from you in a really hard place to reaching out to a friend who was also needing some time too like the sisterhood of this all was what kind of birthed into so do you think that when you were uplifting others and that's where truly like Malama came through really strong for you Yes, because I think when you're going through something really hard, if you focus on others and how you can bless other people, it really takes your mind off not only your own pain, but then you also realize like what you have to be grateful for. And so I focus so much on turning my pain into my passion and into a power because that also made me a stronger mother. And that was me showing my little one that we do persevere no matter what. And so she's, oh my gosh, she's amazing. But I would literally in the beginning bring her along with me to every single event. And she'd be like sitting in the wagon while I'm packing up. We go like play at the park during an event. And at the end, she's cleaning up with me. And like, we work hard. And yes, it is hard. And there were so many days where I was so exhausted. But... Mm -hmm. I think that other moms can know too that no matter what you're going through or, you know, no matter you having children, that doesn't stop you from having a career and going after what you really want. 
drop the mic. So <laughs> good. Yeah, no, and this is amazing. And obviously, you're such a great speaker, you know, and so you carry yourself with so much confidence. And so thank you for pers- persevering, because I know your story will touch a lot of lives. Um, I want to ask you, so you did your one event, and you're like, this could be a thing. Like, when did you know, like, this could be a legitimate business that was going to take care of you and your daughter? Did someone reach out to you or people were like, do my next event? Like, how did it progress from one just, you know, yeah. to like a hundred events? I'm trying to think because I feel like it happened so quickly because I felt like for the first time in my life, I threw myself wholeheartedly into something because I truly loved what I was doing. I love the design, the aesthetics, the setting up. Like, that's just me. I like doing that stuff. And then watching people's reactions, like them smiling or being blessed by it, or, you know, it's like a a surprise birthday party or date Um, night. And like, I was like, oh, they love it. I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. (laughs) And so I think it was probably like a month into it. And it was just, I was getting requests and different booking partnerships and I had all these goals and dreams and I think I was just like I'm gonna go for this no matter what it's happening no matter what like this is it this is gonna be everything for me Um, and I'm very grateful to have had a lot of support from the local community here Mm. and that's what I would encourage other entrepreneurs is like tap into your local networks you do not have to know everyone you don't have to this or this or that like just start collabing with one person hey, you're a photographer. Can I set this up for you and you do a shoot? You know? Right. So, yeah, no. your network is your network is everything. It's your net worth eventually. Like we totally underestimate in the islands. I know this. Oh, well, I'm on an island. I don't know people. And I'm like, you are underestimating the power of your local community and what they could do in your, you know, your finances and also like your connections. But I want to ask you something because I reached out to you via social media. Yes. You seem to have social media like down. Oh. I I just want to know, like, is that where most of your business comes from? Is like you posting or is it just word of mouth? Yeah. She's like, yeah. So I, sorry. No, she's excited. Social media has been how I entirely marketed it everything. I'll be honest, I did not even have a website until about a month ago <laughs> because that that wasn't necessarily my strong suit, but I am confident in knowing how to use social media to a business advantage. And I had had some sort of training in the past from like network marketing, you know. Mm-hmm. So that helped me kind of learn some of the tricks with social media, but social media is everything nowadays. Hello. Like you said, that's how we connected, which I'm so thrilled, um, especially after meeting you at Joyce's. But what I did, so I started that business account from scratch. And I learned with this day and age, when you're starting your business, you need to pick a few things, your branding, your mission statement, and your colors. So that way, it's like your social media page. It has its own, um, what is the word, niche? Yep. Your thing. You know, not too crazy and all over the place, but like, you know, your audience, you know what you're offering. Um, And then what has helped me is using a couple apps to make things really pretty. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure you've heard of Canva. 
love Canva. I love Canva. I could spend hours on Canva. But that has been really helpful to create story posts, to create, you know, different feed posts for Instagram. So I've tapped into the Instagram market. You can run ads on there and set it up to where I was like, okay, I want like, I want the locals on Big Island to know about this service that I offer. Mm -hmm. But then there's also TikTok, which is the whole new thing. Mm. And those are everything. So that, that helped draw people in. So you don't have to be some huge social media expert. You just have to take the time to get a few apps. The other one I would recommend is preview because then you can play with your posts and make sure that it all looks like the same or you have your, your same colors or my little trick with social media posts is a closer up picture, like more focused and then a far away, close up, far away, close up, far away, details, no details. Beautiful. (laughs) And I love that you've taken the time to understand, like you said, who am I talking to? Who am, you know, who am I really like niching down to? And I think that what it just blows my mind in 2022, there's still so much resistance with social media and I don't know what to pose. And like, what would you say are the stories that people really need to get over? Okay. Let's just say that get over because I look at social media as like, well, how else are you supposed to do this right now? You're going to just pay or you're going to go door to door, like go to all those like meet in person networking groups that take all your time or are you going to just make life easier? So what is your advice to someone who has still resistance to social media? I get it. You get it, right? Like it can be a total dark place and uh, suck your life out, whatever. But you don't have time for that, obviously. When I was going through the single mom stuff in the beginning, I was just shutting everyone out. And there were days where I had to literally force myself to use social media and like, you have to talk about my business. So I switched my mindset into remembering like, this is an income. This can be my full-time income. Social media is so powerful because it can literally make you money while you're sleeping. Amen. Like I will wake up and I have two people that saw my Instagram and sent a DM from Canada. So, you know, time zone, all that stuff. But it's like your social media is your business card. It's your business resume. It's your portfolio. Like it can take you from zero all the way up into being booked and busy like crazy so and I also think you don't have to necessarily um what is it you know compare your social media growth to someone else because it's its own journey right and And that's a big myth too because I have friends that I work with who have like three, 400 followers and they make six figures. And so it literally has nothing because you don't know what happens on the back end. You know, like they don't know, see the conversations and like like you're saying, you're getting DMs and how are you continuing that? So when people message you, how do you build relationships? Because no matter, I know you said I had, you know, history in the network marketing space and people think people only in network marketing use DMs, but like that's literally every business ever, you know, having conversations with people. Yeah, in the beginning, too, it wasn't even through emails. Everyone was just DMing me. And I really try to build a good relationship of trust with my clients. And I usually call most of them or I voice note them 
one, I'm so busy. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm running you, have time, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, but I like voice noting because they hear me, they hear that I genuinely care about their event and about them. So when you're speaking with your clients, voice notes are incredible, phone calls, things like that. And if, you know, even texts are fine too, but I like to ask really specific questions about them so that I can go the extra mile with their event. And I think no matter what business you're in, you can always find like a little extra detail or extra something to spoil them. And that's really going to like stand out. Just over deliver. I love that. Over deliver. Mm -hmm. Under promise and over deliver. So, so good. So I know everything sounds so amazing. Let's get into the, she's just, as she's sipping her tea, give us the tea. (laughs) What has been the hardest part of being an entrepreneur? I think in the beginning for me, it was time balance, Mm. especially with going through that crisis. Although I'm so grateful for it because it did push me to really be successful. And I think Mm -hmm. it's running my own business was part of what saved me. Um, The time balance I just had to kind of learn that you go with the flow, you get things done as they come and that there are good days and there are bad days and that is normal and okay. Um, I will say logistically, one of the hardest things has been dealing with weather for luxury picnics because Mm -hmm. obviously I can't control the weather. Right, right. So learning to be flexible with things like that, have really solid business policies I feel very confident in like my customer service skills and, you know, the design aspect, but I had to really take the time to be like, okay, Olivia, you have to clearly learn some extra business skills and set boundaries. Yes. Let's talk about that one. That is everything, especially in the islands where we have so much aloha. And I want to give everyone a combine a discount. (laughs) <laughs> right. But like Kokua doesn't put dinner on the table. Yeah. We can just, we have lots of aloha, but um, when you keep discounting, 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 you come back a little resentful sometimes and you over deliver and totally got underpaid <laughs> for yeah. your work. So with policies and boundaries, tell us about some boundaries that you've had to put in place to protect like the love of your business. See, for me, and I'm someone too who, if a friend reaches out, I just want to be like, oh, I'll do it for free. Like, have a whole picnic. You know, it's it's hard for me because I want to, and then I do have to remember, like, okay, this is my livelihood. You know, I really have to set boundaries as a business owner. So what I've learned is keeping discounts a little bit smaller and more um, hard to come by in a sense. Mm -hmm. Understanding what my worth is. When I tell you, I actually don't even want to tell you what I started my picnics out at. I was not even making any money in the beginning because I priced things so low because I was so nervous. Like, oh my gosh, people aren't going to support me. People aren't going to book picnics if they're too expensive. And then I realized I was just running myself into the ground because I was not realizing my full worth. And so, and a friend really helped me understand this. She was like, when you price things higher and at your worth and what you deserve, you will attract the kind of clientele that you want that is like meant for your business, you know? And obviously I still made it to where I have packages that 
are specifically for the locals, you know, or who can afford what or different things like that so that everyone can experience this, but also still getting paid my work. And I was so afraid when I raised my prices that nobody was going to book me, but it was the opposite. Totally. Like when you're confident in your services and your worth, you just have to like kind of go forward with that confidence and not really be afraid. Which I, I love that. Been done. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's one of the biggest things that I personally work on with women mm-hmm. is around the idea of receiving money and being able to hold that in your nervous system, like the worth, right, of what you do. And but we attach it to like, will people buy from me? They're gonna buy it. They're gonna book it. But will they get it from me you know it just goes so so much more so I'm really grateful that you stand as a testament of book (laughs) build it book your rates you know and I mean set your rates and people will book with you yeah and And you can't take away people's resourcefulness too and when people say oh but for the locals like as if the locals aren't going to but I'm like they will figure out like we will figure out as local people Mm -hmm. to come up with the money that we want for the things that we desire, you know? Exactly. And I really, it took me a while to get to that place of realizing my worth. Mm -hmm. And that's where growing through your hardships really does help as crappy as it is sometimes. Um, And I started reading like self-help books. Yes. Tell us what some of your faves. I thought self-help was... I was like, this is ridiculous. I was like, I'm not reading these books. I was like, you will not catch me dead with them. <laughs> and now I'm obsessed. Yeah, tell us some of your faves. Okay. Um, one of my favorites is The Most Powerful Woman in the Room is You. Ooh. And it's amazing. And that one really gave me a lot of insight on self-worth. Um, super good book. And then for people that maybe aren't a huge reader, you don't have a ton of time. I like 101 essays to change the way you think. Wow. I've never heard of these. So good. That one is like little excerpts, basically about your mindset. And when you change your mindset, you can literally change your whole life. Mm. So those, those are my two favorites. That's so good too. So beautiful. (laughs) I feel like we've unpacked a lot in just a short time. I know. And like, and like, I'm writing all these notes. I'm like, oh my gosh, what do I want it to be like totally about? But it's all of it. Like it's you and your passion and where you're rooted, you know, and, and how you're just going to, I can see you just mentoring women one day too. Like this is incredible. So yeah, I can totally see that. So tell me a little bit about the vision going forward. Yeah. So, like I said, when I started the business, it was heart and root to serve others. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to go big and make a difference and not just stay small in one community. I wanted to reach this entire island as well as Sanding Islands. And so what I did is I set some goals for myself. And one of those was to set out new experiences. So my vision was to expand to boats, which I do now. I do luxury picnics on boats. And then I wanted to expand to air. 
So now I do luxury picnics on helicopters. Amazing. <laughs> That's and then I wanted to work with the Manalani and they're my absolute favorite hotel here on island, particularly on how they really bring out the cultural components. Mm. And Manalani really cares about heart experiences, you know, cultural, Aina, all of those things. Like they're very powerful. And that was my favorite place to go. And so I really believe in the power of manifestation. And so I would go to Manalani. I would sit there for months. I'm not even kidding you in like a cute spot and work on my computer and just manifest doing their luxury events. And I was right down in my goals, my dreams, all that stuff. And now months later, I have the opportunity to work with them and to do wow. events with their clients. So congratulations. That's so incredible. I'm grateful, but that just, it does go to show that manifestation is really powerful when you decide, okay, this is my vision. Here's where we're going. So going forward, I want. We never stopped working because (laughs) I think that manifesting is just, we're just sitting around and like manifesting, but you're taking aligned action every day. And that's the huge component of that. Yeah. But the next part of the vision is to give back in some way. So I really want to give back to some sort of local community on island. Um, I know I was looking at a nonprofit where they have horses that are in therapy for disabled people. And it's really incredible. Like there's so many different ones. So I wanted to pick different charities or nonprofits every month to donate part of my proceeds but my big vision when it comes to that is to start a nonprofit for women who have been through abuse domestic sexual mental all of that um that's the big goal incredible I love all of this and I would just love to ask you one more question what advice would you give yourself five years ago Looking from a bird's eye view, looking at Olivia, what advice would you, or just love that you'd love to pour into yourself, you know? Make me cry now. (laughs) My gosh, I've changed so much in the past five years, but I think I would have told Olivia at 20 that it does get better, that there is light at the end of the tunnel, and that stop stressing over all the little things and to just kind of follow my heart and to just go for it and take the leap like part of me wishes I had taken the leap for some things a long time ago but I used to be so afraid of what other people thought of me or what judgment or blah 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 and when you finally just say screw it to other people's opinions and like you lead from love you go from your heart don't go after it for selfish reasons go after what you are truly passionate about and do not care if anyone tells you that you cannot do it because you can do it incredible i'm sure she loved that i love that <laughs> and i'm so grateful for our time together so thank you everyone for listening and all of olivia's information will be in the show notes so make sure to check out her website if you want to book her, she's expanding to other islands. But if you're on the big island, you probably already know her. <laughs> so thank you again, sis. I so appreciate it. 
I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you loved what you heard and just want to share it with all your teachers out there, just do me a favor, screenshot, post, and tag me on Instagram so I can stock your profile and we can connect more. There's so much goodness coming your way, so don't forget to subscribe and I would love it if you left a five-star review so we can grow this space for our with me. Mahalo for being here. Now get out and show the world how